I want to compliment you on your your interviews, both you and Tom. Uh, Yesterday, there was just one right after the other. (laughs) But I I think that the one that I enjoyed the most was with Jerry Hill. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Especially off mic when he was using his accent. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, you heard that, right? I heard that. Yeah. That was funny. Yes. (laughs) The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor. By Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. And by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. I was telling Tom we had interviewed uh, John Pierce, who is a former Baylor tennis player. He's Australian. And we interviewed him, uh, and he happened to be in London at the time of the interview. So you know Jerry's going to drop into his British accent. You know when we're talking to John Pierce, and that's what we were talking. That's how that came up. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. Hello, <laughs> August. Join us on August nineteenth. I don't know why you would, but come lunch with Schmoes. There he is. There we go. All right. Hey, John. Now. From the Alan Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Hi, and welcome, John Morris Show, on this Monday afternoon. Rainy in Central Texas. Stop me if you've heard this before, but here comes a rain shower. Uh, seems like out of nowhere, and it was pouring down on the Baylor campus. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. John Morris, E.P. Garth in studio. And uh, maybe the Open needs a little bit of an explanation, but E.P., you and I can provide that. Uh, Jerry Hill, um, uh, we were talking about Jerry on the air, and then part the audio was uh, from an interview you'll hear today. Jerry and I talking to John Piers, former Baylor tennis standout, now an Australian Olympian and competing in the Olympics, uh, representing, uh, as we'll find out, the green and gold of Australia, as well as the green and gold of Baylor. So, uh, EP, you and I were talking, so that was from Friday, and uh, we, you were saying uh, you enjoyed all the interviews we had from the Big 12 Media Days, and the one you enjoyed the most yes, was our conversation with... Jerry Hill. With young Jerry <laughs> Hill, exactly, which was great, and uh, I made sure Jerry knew about that, he had heard about that, and then you ran into Jerry over the weekend. How about that? Yeah, it just I was uh, going to get uh, hamburgers for yeah. the Saturday night supper, and uh, I was about halfway through my shopping trip, and he, I saw him walking out, and I said, Jerry Hill. <laughs> so that we had a short little visit, yeah. Very cool. Very good. So uh, uh, Jerry has the um, great ability, let me say that, or uh, feels the need to uh, drop into a British-slash-Australian accent whenever the situation presents. If we're ever talking golf, He'll he'll slip into his uh, kind of uh, hushed tones commentary, but it's also in a British accent, so that happens. And then certainly when we were recording an interview with John Pierce, who is Australian, uh, certainly uh, you knew it was going to come up, Jerry dropping into his British-slash-Australian accent. You'll hear a little bit of that. I think it's part of the interview. I don't think it was just kind of our warm-up with John Pierce, but I think it's part of the interview uh, John sort of critiques Jerry's uh, foreign accent. So that's coming up in a bit as we uh, begin a week of uh, Baylor Olympians. Uh, there are six Baylor folks 
if um, uh, our number is correct, that will be in the Olympics this year. Uh, it's actually five, and we're counting on one more. And we, we're pretty sure he's going to make the Nigerian men's basketball team. That's Epe Udo. They haven't announced their team yet, but we are fairly, fairly certain that he will make that roster. And that'll be six. Baylor Bears that will be competing in the Olympics uh, EP that begin this Friday, the 23rd, uh, the Olympics open in Tokyo. And it's been a long time coming for mm-hmm. a lot of those athletes. Yeah. Because you know, they're on a four-year cycle. And, uh, but you know, when, when they uh, have the Olympics the next time, it's only going to be a three-year cycle. That's right, yeah. <laughs> so. Tokyo was supposed to be mm-hmm. 2020, delayed by the pandemic, uh, so it's coming up here beginning this week you know probably by now no fans no families no uh you know nobody there in person to watch so that'll be really really different but uh still nonetheless a great accomplishment by these two who have qualified for the olympics uh john pierce uh, representing australia in men's tennis will london out of waco high school and baylor track and field representing the usa Brittany Griner representing the USA on the USA women's basketball team. Casey Lightfoot track and field out of Baylor and representing the USA. Trayvon Bromel, uh, probably the favorite to win the 100 meters as the world's fastest man. He won the 100 in the USA team trials. So Trayvon Bromel, track and field for Team USA. And then Epe Udo uh, is uh, is uh, still waiting on the final roster for Nigeria's uh, basketball team. But let me say this. When Jerry and I recorded the interview with Epe Udo, he had just been measured for the uh, Nigerian outfit for the opening ceremonies. So I think that's a pretty good sign that he's going to make the team for Nigeria, and and they need him. It's a really young team. They need a veteran, a guy like Epe Udo, to be a part of that Nigerian team. So those are the six uh, representing Baylor that will uh, be a part of the Olympics coming up, uh, and the Olympics begin on Friday. We'll hear from John Pierce coming up in the hour mention this uh, also uh, from the weekend uh i hope you had a good weekend everybody uh ep i hope you had a good weekend you had a house full this weekend you were telling us about that on friday kind of a christmas in july at your house yeah it was a christmas in july because we missed our christmas last uh year because of covid uh but yeah i had uh nieces and nephews in from uh boston who we'll see in september and their little girl, and we had a Houston bunch that came up, and uh, brother-in-law from Arkansas, and then one from North Carolina, and then uh, they all. We rented a couple of um, campers, uh, one uh, down at my sister-in-law's house, and then one in front of our house for the overflow. Though. Oh, cool! And then our neighbors across the street provided a bedroom for uh, a couple of the family members, and so we they were all right there within a half a block of each other. Hey, that's yeah. fun. That's a good idea. Yeah, Just rent a couple of campers mm-hmm. and uh, there's your overflow. Yeah, it worked out real well. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. And y'all had fun? And we did. Everybody uh, loves seeing each other again. It's been a long time. Yeah, yeah. very mm-hmm. nice. That sounded like a great weekend. Let me tell you Let me tell you what we did this weekend. I needed to get back to work to get some rest. Um, <laughs> you ever have one of those weekend? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but it was very, very fun. Uh, I told you on Friday we were keeping one of our grandsons or helping with that. 
Um, and we did that with Wesley Wellborn, and that was fun. That was uh, think things uh, went really well with that. Also, uh, Ty and Megan Beard, uh, son-in-law and daughter, they uh, bought a house and closed on Thursday. So Friday. They're going to start moving. I mean, they're not waiting around. They started moving, and we helped them move over the weekend. Friday, a little bit Friday, then Saturday and Sunday. That's a job in itself. Oh, that is a job. Absolutely. Um, But we were glad to do that, glad for, really happy for them to have a house. They've been saving and waiting for the right one, and, you know, I'd put offers on a couple of others. It didn't work out, but this one did. So moving, uh, helping them move over the weekend. Now, it wasn't just us. I mean, they had some other folks helping. But uh, is it? Here's the question: Is it harder or easier to move in town compared to if you are moving a, a greater distance? You know what I mean? I would think that uh, in town would be. Um, I think it's been, of course, the moves that we made to uh, Louisiana and then back to Texas uh, were a lot easier than coming back to Waco and helping our daughters move. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Because sometimes if you're, I mean, if you're going, if you're moving from Waco to Louisiana, like Mm -hmm. you did, uh, you got to pack everything up. You got to pack it all up and make make one trip over there. Mm -hmm. If you're moving in town, it is pack a little, move a little, pack mm-hmm. a little, move a little, yep. right? Right. Yep. And you got all these trips um, um, in their in their case from Hewitt out to uh, Kings. What's the name of that? Kings Row Drive. Mm-hmm. It's out behind Twin Rivers is that street. Okay. So yeah. that's where they move to. So it's it's in some ways it's almost harder to yeah. move short range, you know, move in town just because you don't pack everything in one load. Yeah. One of my moves uh, from. Um, the out in uh, the Hewitt area back over to Woodway uh, one of my when we lived in uh, uh, Woodway about 20 years ago and that that one move <laughs> we must have made 18 small pickup <laughs> trips right <laughs> you know, so. yeah that's it that's what I'm talking about so uh, and then painting the house you know they were they were painting the inside painting the rooms and all and getting that done hanging a couple of light fixtures uh, and then moving uh, as well. Uh, safe to say the garage is very full of their furniture and other things right now. But really fun over the weekend. Glad we could help and uh, and glad they've got the majority of everything moved already. All right, we're off and running on this Monday. We're glad you're with us. We'll hear from John Piers, or as Jerry would say, Jean Piers. We'll hear from him coming up in just a bit. Former Baylor tennis player, now representing Australia in the Olympics, men's tennis. We'll hear from him coming up in just a bit. Also, after a short break, great news for Jared Butler, Baylor's Jared Butler. We'll share that with you if you haven't heard yet when we come back. John Morris, E.P. Garth, John Morris Show, brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. Showers and thunderstorms likely later this afternoon ahead of an approaching cold front that will stall to our south on Tuesday. Highs today will reach around 94 degrees with a mix of sunny clouds. Tomorrow, partly cloudy skies expected with more chances for scattered showers and storms with a high of 90 degrees. Make sure to join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on Game Time. Is it important to get a guy named early so you can kind of 
define your, your offensive football team around your starting quarterback? I think there is some merit to that, and you want to get the right person. And so whatever it takes to do that. So if it could be earlier, you know, in the fall camp piece, um, that'd be great. Game time, weekdays 4 to 6 on ESPN Central Texas. Come join us. Howmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Howmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Howmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Howmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to howmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for a complete listing. Heritage Creamery Woodway is now open at The Outlook, just off 84 and Ritchie Road. Come see us at our beautiful new location, where we serve all the classics, including shakes, floats, cookies, ice cream sandwiches, and plenty of kid-friendly favorites. Our products are made by hand right here in Waco, Texas, with all-natural ingredients sourced locally as much as possible. We're open every day from 2 to 10. Need us to cater your event? We're ready to serve you from our new Heritage Scoop Truck. Visit HeritageCreamery.com for more information. Have you heard about the new Quesabira? That's right, Quesabira. Their hottest new food in the country and way cool tacos and tamales at Union Hall is the place to get them. Delicious, savory braised beef on a bed of cheese and corn tortilla. Grilled crispy with onions and cilantro and served with a consomme dipping sauce. Way cool tacos in Union Hall, handcrafted with love and inspired by their family's generations of Tex-Mex recipes. Located in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. Businesses that don't advertise are like fishermen who randomly drop a hook in the river, hoping for a fish to pass by. Eminem Broadcasters is the lure to bring the customers to you. Seven different radio stations, each reaching a unique audience of potential customers. Your customers. Advertise today. Email to info at mmbwaco.com or call 254-772-0930. That's 254-772-0930. Have you been tagged Yet again, in an engagement ring photo, are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. John Morris, C.P. Garth, and the Allen Samuels Studios. Allen Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. Your friend in the car business, Allen Samuels, DCJ.com is the website. All right, uh, we'll hear from John Piers coming up next segment. Uh, former Baylor tennis player, now an Olympian, representing his home country of Australia. That is coming up next right now. Uh, in case you missed it over the weekend, 
great news for Baylor's Jared Butler, the uh, first-ever consensus first-team All-American in Baylor basketball history, the Associated Press Big 12 Player of the Year, Big 12 Sports Person of the Year, uh, Big 12 Athlete of the Year. Uh, add in there the uh, most outstanding player in the Final Four, Jared Butler, all those accolades and headed into the NBA draft, but had to pass a real battery of uh, tests um, to uh, make sure he was uh, available to be drafted for the NBA. And Jared tweeted over the weekend, I am fully healthy and cleared to play in the NBA. Out of an abundance of care, the NBA is incredibly thorough in vetting the health of every player during the pre-draft process and throughout our careers. I am forever grateful that their comprehensive and strict health analysis has unanimously confirmed my fitness to play in the NBA. Now my focus is entirely on the draft and working daily to prepare myself to fulfill my lifelong dream. How about that? So uh, uh, everybody knew Jared uh, wanted to go to the NBA, pulling for him, but, man, he had to uh, pass these tests. The way I understand it, it was three doctors, and you have to get uh, a majority. You have to get at least two of those doctors to say, yes, you are good to go. And sure enough, it happened uh, just over the weekend. When did he text that? Let's see when that was. Mm, it was either Friday or Saturday, I think. So that just happened, and the draft is coming up on the 29th, and Jared Butler will be there. So thank the Lord for that. That is great, great news. Yeah, he's going to be uh, uh, an amazingly high draft choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so too. He's got a great future in the NBA. Very yeah. much so. Yeah. And, you know, you factor in not just his basketball talent, but – everything the person that he is and how much of a you know how much of a positive face he would be for a franchise in the mm -hmm. nba uh yeah somebody i would think somebody would jump on him pretty quick in the draft uh which again is the 29th so have you been following the uh nba finals a little bit yeah, yeah. a little bit just yeah. because uh again the suns have a couple of baylor guys that work for the phoenix suns right. that mm -hmm. uh we had uh, Zach Amundsen on with us, so been watching that. But the Bucks, man, are putting it on them right. right now. Well, the last two games have been outstanding. Though. Yeah, really yeah, yeah, have. good games, yeah. really good. Yeah. So when do they play again? I'm not sure. Uh, I was thinking they played tonight, but I might okay. be wrong. Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. good. We'll check yeah. that schedule. But uh, still going NBA playoffs here in uh, late, middle to late July. They're still playing basketball. All right, uh, so good news for Jared Butler there for sure. We are very happy for him. Uh, let's do this. Let's take a break. When we come back, let you hear from John Pierce, former Baylor t men's tennis standout. He was only here for one year, transferred to Baylor. And to set this up, uh, Jerry Hill and I have been – uh, contacting uh, Baylor Olympians and recording the interview. Jerry has uh, written interviews that are available as of today, beginning with John Pierce at BaylorBears.com, so you can read Jerry's written uh, report on these Olympians. And then we'll have the audio of those uh, interviews here on uh, in this hour uh, over the course of the week leading up to the start of the Olympics on Friday. So really looking forward to it. It was fun to visit with uh, these folks, and I think you'll enjoy hearing from them, uh, all of them, to a person say, it's a lifelong dream, you know, to be a member of either Team USA or, in John Pierre's case, uh, Team Australia. So think about that. A lifelong dream about to become realized uh, with the Olympics coming up this week. You'll hear from John 
Piers, Australian Olympian out of Baylor. We'll hear from him when we come back. Stay with us. John Morris, E.P. Garth. We'll continue in a moment here on ESPN Central Texas. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number. So, why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Marineland Boating Center, home of Yamaha Boats, helping you enjoy everything that can be done on the water. From the all-new luxury lineup of Yamaha Sports Boats technology-rich 27-foot series to the latest offerings in their largest, most powerful center console FSH sport, you can enjoy a premium boating experience powered by the number one boat brand on the water, Yamaha. Order your 2022 model Yamaha and get a free boat cover from Marineland Boating Center in Waco. Offer good for a limited time, Marineland Boating Center, making memories since 1983. In the market for a quality metal building, since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Slovakic Sausage and West. UMHB football program has promoted assistant coach Nick Brace from graduate assistant to a full-time position. Brace will coach defensive tackles for UMHB and will also serve as head coach of the Cruz Junior Varsity program. Hall of Fame wide receiver Michael Irvin is disappointed the Dallas Cowboys are not among the teams to reach the 85% vaccine threshold that would ease COVID-19 restrictions during training camp that begins this week. Astros lose their weekend series with the White Sox 2-1. Astros start a series at home with the Indians tonight. 7-10 first pitch. Texas Rangers got swept by the Blue Jays over the weekend. Now go to Detroit to start a series with the Tigers. Tonight's first pitch at 6-10, and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. to today's JMO Radio Show from the Alan Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Back with us, John Morris, C.P. Garth in studio on this Monday afternoon. Yeah, uh, dodging the raindrops a little bit, a little bit of rain uh, seemingly out of nowhere late this morning. I was uh, E.P. in my office working, looking out the window, which would be off to the west. Uh, yeah, pretty much northwest out my window. And all of a sudden, these dark clouds popped up, and I was thinking, I don't remember there being that much of a chance of rain predicted for today. And then all of a sudden, it was pouring. It was a down. It was a deluge. It really was. Yeah, it went from the early this morning. My brother-in-law, who was 
traveling back to North Carolina. He says, well, it looks like I'm going to be dri- driving back in rain uh, so from Arkansas on. And then I looked at uh, the radar, and it was only 27% here. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden, I, uh, every time I checked the radar, the percentage kept going up. And then about 8 o'clock, it started sprinkling. Yeah. And then it just and it turned into a deluge <laughs> by eleven o'clock. It really so was. It, really it was did. pouring. <laughs> and when I first got out this morning, I started to go wash my car. You know, it it needs it and has needed it for a while. Yeah. And I thought about doing it because I thought it uh, really, from what I saw, uh, I didn't think it was going to rain much until Wednesday this week. But uh, the car just needed to be washed so badly. I started to do it. I didn't do it. And uh, here, lo and behold, it got a natural washing this morning with that rain. Well, it sure surprised everyone. (laughs) It did me. It sure did me. All right. uh, Beginning today, a uh, series of interviews with Baylor Olympians as the Olympics uh, begin on Friday. Again, Jerry Hill and I have uh, collaborated, getting interviews. And you'll hear both Jerry and I uh, work together on the interviews all this week. And we begin with John Pierce, who is... uh, an Australian. He's a member of the Australian men's tennis Olympic team. And this kicks off our series of Baylor Olympians this week. Pleased to welcome in now another Baylor representative in the Olympics coming up. John Piers, formerly with Baylor men's tennis, joins us. And as we connect via Zoom, John, who is Australian, is actually in, uh, in England, in the UK, but, John, we appreciate you being with us. Congratulations on making the Olympic team. Yeah, thank you very much, and uh, great to be on, on, on with you, boys. John, uh, you, you made it there in 2016 to Brazil. What was that experience like, and what did that mean for you to represent Australia? Uh, the Olympics has always been a childhood dream of mine, growing up, being able to watch the Olympia, Olympic athletes, seeing Sydney 2000 in Australia and just any time you get to represent your country and for me wearing the green and gold is just a huge honour and even when I talk about it, it just gives me a little chills down the back of my spine just as I probably just try and come to grips that now I'm actually going to be a two-time Olympian and to be able to rub shoulders with some of the other amazing athletes that you know, this is a pinnacle this is that they get one chance every four years uh, we're lucky enough to be in a sport which plays year-round calendar calendar year after calendar year and we have a lot of big events year round but to be able to see these other athletes that they get one shot every four years it's just something really special and something I'm really honored to be able to do and be able to call myself a two-time Olympian is something just amazing. What do you remember about the Sydney Olympics were you were you around then did you go to any of those? No unfortunately didn't get to go to any of them but just the hype and just the the happiness it brings people and just to be able to see such a large sporting event go on. And I mean, I remember Kathy Freeman doing what she did in the 400 individual uh, meters was just something a whole of Australia got behind. And I know you can probably talk to any of the athletes and they'll have memories from different athletes from their country. And just what they did was just something so unique, so special. And it just brings so many people together in such probably, especially now needy times that, bring more people together. John, it's, as you said, it's an honor. It's, it's great to represent your country. It's a little bit of a sacrifice, I think, though, just because, like you said, your sport is year round. I mean, this is, you know, you're almost sacrificing, I feel like, a little bit to go play in the Olympics when there's not really 
a lot on the line monetarily, right? No, not not much monetary wise, but I mean, to be able to go have a chance to win the Olympic medal, which you get one shot every four years, is just something which we don't get to do often. And I mean, we get lucky enough, we get four Grand Slams a year, and but only one Olympics every four years. And so to be able to try and go and win an Olympic medal is something really special. I know there's a few things you always want to try and achieve in, in, your, in your sport when you're trying to do anything. And for me, one of them was actually Olympic medal as well. So to be able to get another opportunity to try and have a crack at that is just really a huge honor. And I haven't seen the draw or anything. Are you playing with Luke or who, who are you playing with on the Australian team? I'm playing with Alex Demoner. Okay. So it should be a bit of fun. And I've played a few times with him already and see if we can get the little fella up and about because I know he's a, he's a crowd favorite and always does a few special things, even on the singles and doubles court. <laughs> what's the lead up like? What, what's uh, the path, you know, that gets you to when you finally get there and compete in Tokyo? Yeah, so in London at the moment, just um, sort of hanging out and avoiding getting COVID because we test three days, last three days before we go to Tokyo, fly Friday to Tokyo. And then once we get there, test, isolate until the results come back and then full training ahead before we start the following, I think, Monday, I think it is. But yeah, we get amongst a few of the boys are on my flight from London to Tokyo and yeah, just get ready to get rolling and represent Australia and do the do our country proud. As uh, have you survived COVID? Okay, has it knocked you down at any point? No, touch wood and fingers crossed. I haven't actually caught COVID. I mean, been traveling on the road a lot since probably August 2019, and to be able to avoid it so far is just something which you sort of scratch your head at. And very fortunate enough to be able to do that. Um, so yeah, fingers crossed and continue that and. From there, we go to America after, after Tokyo. John, what was last year like for you when pretty much everything shut down? I guess there weren't any tournament, any pro tournaments for a long stretch there. What did you do, do during that stretch, and how did you just kind of survive it, I guess? I, went, I was back home in Perth with a family, and we were lucky enough that Perth, especially even Australia, had very minimal COVID at all. And we're only in lockdown for a few weeks in Perth, but we're lucky enough. But I just spent a lot of time with the family. I've got two young daughters under four and a lovely wife and just sort of spent family time. We don't normally get three months off in the middle of the year, let alone end of a year each year. So for me to be able to get that home time recharge, get some great training under the belt and just use it as an opportunity just to reset and probably refresh everything. Because I know once I started traveling again, it was everything was a bit too foreign. So I'm not used to being off the road for that long as you could call it so it was certainly a shock to the system once I got back on the road with the new protocols and everything we had to adjust to and that's an ever moving evolution each week I feel and but no it was certainly an experience which I think I certainly made the most of to be able to recharge and just refresh the body and mind really. Unfortunately, uh, your family won't be able to go to Tokyo to support you there in person and now no fans at all there. What do you think that's going to be like? I'm unsure, to be honest, because I think if it's going to be a catch-22, if we can actually go and watch the other athletes support, you may actually have a little bit from your other countries coming out to watch, but we may be restricted and not be able to do that. So there's a few unknowns with what that's going to happen, but I feel as though going off what, Rio was like 
we were able to support definitely your own teammates in your own sport. So you're each, you get out there, you support each other, you do what you can. I mean, we've been on the road dealing with not many fans, if none, through the whole time, especially once we started back playing. And it's certainly a different eerie feeling. And I know to be able to have full crowds back end of Wimbledon was something special and something we really missed out on. And I know sports miss that massive element of what the crowd can have an involvement of, not just a result, but how good the how good an event it can be to watch again and be a part of. So I think it's just the unknown. We'll just have to wait and see and just play it by ear and just see what see what unfolds and just do what we can with the best situation we've got. John, uh, when you left Baylor, was there an idea in your head that you were probably going to focus on doubles or was that something that just happened? Uh, I get, No, I gave singles a crack straight away, but gave myself probably 12 months to two years to go, all right, let's see what I can do and where I can get to. And 12 months after leaving Baylor, I got an opportunity to play Wimbledon and just sort of gave me a taste of what the big events were like straight away. And for me, I knew by that point, I knew that was my best chance was just focusing on doubles. And I made that decision very quickly to know, okay, well, I've got to support myself out here. Getting in the big events was the quickest and best way to be able to do that. And luckily, just never looked back and just kept going with doubles and now sort of scratch my head with how many years I've actually been on tour for. So just to keep rolling and keep, uh, keep everything fresh is probably the biggest thing. What is it about your game? I mean, you're one of the best in the world in doubles. What is it about your game that translates so well into doubles play? Uh, not sure. Maybe just been a little bit lucky as a child to play a lot of doubles and just develop a game where try and serve big, go after the ball, and just enjoy being at the net, but also actually enjoy having a teammate next to me. And that's a big part of doubles, just gelling and combining with your partner. And I know that can be a little bit unseen of how important that can be, especially in big moments, knowing what you need to say to your partner or not what to say or just how to set them up. And to be able to gel, it becomes like a marriage and you spend that much time together that you know when it be the when the things get tough, you want to get going and be able to come out of it on the other side so much more better and stronger together from the experience. But until you get into those situations together, you sort of don't know how each other will react, which is always the unknown, but also the known factor of what a developed team has got. You you seem to be able to go from one partner to the next too. I mean, I know you had Jamie there for a long time, but you've kind of yeah. gone from one partner. Is that just your flexibility? Is that just finding the right fit? What, what is that? I think it's a little bit of finding the right fit, but also just having the understanding everyone's slightly different and you just try and bring out the best of each person of what their strengths are. And if I can feed their strengths, it makes, it makes the transition a lot easier, for, but not only the partnership, but how each other responds to certain situations. And if I can get the best out of my partner, it's normally... You try and pick a good partner and that's 90% of the battle in doubles. So for me to be able to hopefully be able to continue doing that is something that should be a lot of fun and just see what we can ride the wave a little bit and get some results going. I think you touched on this right at the beginning, but, but what does it mean to represent your country, to represent Australia on this huge stage like the Olympics? Yeah, I mean, any, any opportunity for me, I get to wear the green and gold and represent Australia is something I'll put my hand up for every time. And Luckily enough, the Olympics is around this year. We're all very disappointed we couldn't go last year because I know everyone was priming, ready to go, and it was going to be such an amazing event and spectacle to be able to get to. But 
any time for me to be able to go to HP Cup, Davis Cup, Olympics, wear the green and gold and represent Australia is just a huge honour. And I cherish every time I get to wear the green and gold because it's not every day we get to do it. So it's something that I'm really excited and passionate to do. So you got to wear the green and gold here too at Baylor. What, what did that year transition What did that year do for you um, in terms of maybe preparing you for that next level? Oh, Baylor set me up just ready to be able to handle tour life a lot quicker and easier. And the adjustment was pretty smooth and understanding, which was good. I mean, I had Roberto Maitin as well coming out and playing a few events straight away. So it was able to be able to have the guys to rely on and just chat to as you go through. And I mean, I still chatted to Benny Becker, Lars Bershka, Dorsch, and those boys that went through it before me. But it's such a, Baylor's such a great family to be a part of and have the past players and support to be able to lean on whenever you need it. We're all over the world. We're always keeping track of each other, even up until today. I mean, I mean, I was speaking the lens a few weeks ago and we're always just checking on each other and just whether you, it doesn't matter how far away you step away or how long you're a part of the family for, you're always a Baylor bear for life. And that's probably the biggest thing people don't understand about the Baylor community, how good it is. That's great to hear. So you're from Australia. You're in England right now. Jerry yeah. here, Jerry uh, thinks that he has a pretty good English accent bordering on Australian. Yeah. Could you, could you kind of rate his fake accent? Go, Jerry. All right, let's see what you got. All right, okay. John. Um, listen, we are so uh, excited that you were able to join us today. Um, just excited to follow you in the Olympics and, and just, you know, cheer for you along the way for the green and gold. Um, John, it has been such a pleasure uh, to, to just share a few minutes with a mate like you. <laughs> Definitely more English than Aussie. That's all. I, I know. I kind of, I kind of go from one to the other. Exactly. Definitely more English though. I'd stick to saying it's English over Australian. <laughs> he got mate in there. That was good though, right? Exactly. He tried to go the Aussie thing with saying mate, but more English. The accent. Well, I started to go with Barbie, but I just thought that was just too, too easy. You know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Now, uh, now Jerry will be walking around the hallways <laughs> in that accent here for weeks. Okay? But it, I feel it, sorry for anyone that's going to catch up. Yeah, no, we're kind of used to it. Hey, it's great to visit with yeah. you and uh, great to catch up with you and wish you nothing but the best. We're really proud of you. So uh, fling that green and gold yeah. of Baylor and the green and gold of Australia and uh, good luck in the Olympics. Perfect. Thanks for having me, boys. Sick and best. That is John Pierce out of Baylor, an Olympian for Australia. He was here just one year, transferred to Baylor from Middle Tennessee State. 2011 was the year he was at Baylor, helped Baylor win the Big 12 regular season championship. He and doubles teamed with uh, Roberto Maitin to win uh, doubles All-America honors. He was ranked that year number five in the nation in doubles and number 21 in singles. So a short but a spectacular Baylor career. And then on into the pros where he has been ranked as high as number two in the world in doubles. Uh, in 2017, there was a stretch where he was number two in the world in doubles. He is currently ranked number 25, uh, the 25th ranked doubles player in the world. And John, who turns 33 on Saturday, uh, will celebrate will celebrate his birthday in Tokyo, a member of the Australian 
Olympic team and a Baylor grad, and uh, we wish him all the best. Great to visit with him as we kick off our Baylor Olympians series of interviews this week. Well done by uh, Jerry Hill. Did you uh, did you catch that EP? His British slash Australian accent there at the end. Well, you know, to to someone with an untrained ear, and, and I've, I've tried my uh, luck with uh, accents and never have been able to master um, the lingo. But uh, uh, to me, I thought he I, he was dead. He was a dead ringer. Really? Yeah, okay, really good, did, good. Yeah. He'll, he'll enjoy hearing that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, really fun to visit with John Pierce. Thanks to him. Um, still no family, no fans will be able to be there in uh, Tokyo but John, who is from Perth, Australia, is married to Danielle. They have two daughters, Ellie Rose, who is four, and Harper Grace, who turns two next month. Well, you know, Jerry's not the only one that got the accent wrong. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, you remember the Untouchables? Yes, uh, yes. Yes, with Sean Connery. Yeah. Right? Okay. So Sean Connery in, in the movie, uh, it wasn't, uh, he was supposed to have a Scottish accent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was not a Scottish It was more of a mix between. Oh, funny. Yeah, yeah, the English and Australia, but yeah. not Scottish. So. How about that? Yeah. That's great. Nobody's criticizing Sean Connery. No. <laughs> Nobody at all for anything. So great to visit, visit with John Piers. We'll have more uh, Baylor Olympians here in the 2 p.m. hour this week. Will London tomorrow, member of Team USA, the track and field team. Will out of Baylor and Waco High School as well. All right, take a break. Back with more in just a moment. We'll look ahead, uh, give you our travel log, headed to San Antonio this evening. Tell you why when we come back. John Morris, EP Masters, John or EP Garth, John Morris Show, brought to you in part by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. Alan Samuels, your friend in the car business. Recently on the Matt Mosley Show. Joined now by Mike McGraw. Uh, welcome back to the program. And, and what did you what did you make of uh, Phil Mickelson at age 50 winning the PGA Championship? He reminded me a lot of what Jack Nicklaus did in 1986 to the Masters. And that is he was a player well past his prime, wasn't even particularly in good form of late. Once he got in contention in a big event, he, he remembered how to win. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show Monday through Friday from 3 to 4 on ESPN Central Texas. Your body needs essential nutrients to keep you healthy and feeling good. While these nutrients are found in the food we eat, most adults don't get everything they need through diet alone. That's where Cooper Complete comes in. Visit coopervitaminquiz.com and take the vitamin needs assessment. When you do, you'll not only find the right supplements for you, you'll get 10% off your next purchase. That's coopervitaminquiz.com for 10% off Cooper Complete supplements and the knowledge you need to fill the nutrient gaps left by your diet. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life, member FDIC. Any and all residential electrical needs, they provide at BP Services. Contact them to receive a free estimate for all your home's electrical needs, adding plugs, switches, LED lighting, fans, 
even generator installs for your home. That's BP Services of Waco. Your need is our priority. 292-8908. Your need is our priority. 292-8908. Hey, it's Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show with Steven Simcox. Exceptional experience, extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry, trial lawyers with over 100 years of combined experience specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry now has an office in Waco managed by local attorney Craig Cherry. Craig is triple board certified. Fewer than 1% of all lawyers in Texas are triple board certified. If you need a lawyer that has exceptional experience and provides extraordinary results, for clients, call them in Waco, 254-651-3690. Again, that's 254-651-3690. You can also visit the website and learn more about the firm at www.swclaw.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Wines with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Slovakic Sausage and West. UMHB football program has promoted assistant coach Nick Brace from graduate assistant to a full-time position. Brace will coach defensive tackles for UMHB and will also serve as head coach of the Cruz Junior Varsity program. Hall of Fame wide receiver Michael Irvin is disappointed the Dallas Cowboys are not among the teams to reach the 85% vaccine threshold that would ease COVID-19 restrictions during training camp that begins this week. Astros lose their weekend series with the White Sox 2-1. Astros start a series at home with the Indians tonight. 7-10 first pitch. Texas Rangers got swept by the Blue Jays over the weekend. Now go to Detroit to start a series with the Tigers. Tonight's first pitch at 6-10 and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. been around music long enough you know you know that one yes there's nothing like a bob wills holler <laughs> yeah exactly and you know the name of that song they didn't yeah, get to the vocals yeah, san antonio rose that is it yeah. san antonio rose, rose. rose yeah. headed to uh san antonio here in about 14 minutes we have a uh dave aranda dinner this evening at the quarry in san antonio part of the texas tour put on by baylor alumni so Looking forward to that. So uh, we are headed to San Antonio. Now, in my mind, I'm going to take that loop around Austin, right? That's the best way to go. Is it 103 or I can't remember. Unless you specifically want to go through Austin. I know. No, I'd rather get to San Antonio. Mm -hmm. So take that loop around. Mm -hmm. And and I'll I'll map it on here. But to get to the quarry, do you know where that is? Do I go all the way to I-10 on that loop, or do I cut across at some point? I'm not for sure. Okay, no. I'll map it and see. You know, the last time that we went that way, mm-hmm. uh, we uh, uh, rented a book and listened. we were listening to this book. I, actually, it was a Larry McMurtry book, Yeah, and it was one of his earlier books called All My Friends Are Going to Be Strangers. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we were so into the story, and I forgot that I needed to get gas. <laughs> and we actually ran out of gas, oh, and I no. coasted. 
I got off and coasted right up to a uh, service station. Oh, uh, my gosh. Got lucky. How about that? That is Y'all were into that book. Yeah, we really were. <laughs> That's good. Well, I'm gassed up and ready to go. So uh, Dave Aranda, Texas tour tonight in San Antonio. Looking forward to that. Coach is there for uh, coaching school. Texas High School Coaches Association coaching school is going on in San Antonio. Uh, the number is uh, 13,000 coaches that are there in San Antonio for this convention. Isn't yeah, I read, that wild? Yeah, I read a couple of uh, tweets about uh, Dave Rand and his uh, talk yeah. uh, to the coaches, and uh, they're very impressed. So, yeah, 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 very good, mm-hmm. very good. Yeah. That's great. Again, that he can get out and be in front of these coaches, mm-hmm. be in front of recruits, their families, that's a real plus with Dave. So looking forward to that dinner this evening uh, in San Antonio, uh, down there and back coming up this afternoon. Uh, let me mention some birthdays here uh, as we near the top of the hour. Matt Mosley is uh, coming in at 3 o'clock. You'll enjoy hearing from Matt back from vacation and uh, I'm sure with plenty of stories to share with you after his trip to Seaside, Cal- uh, Florida. Let me start. Uh, we got today's birthdays. Let me go back to yesterday. Tom Barfield's birthday was yesterday. So happy birthday to uh, Tom a day late. Hope you had a great day and uh, got to stop by his office, visit with Tom before I head out of here. It was Sherry Lightsey's birthday yesterday as well. Happy birthday, Sherry Lightsey, good friend of our family. And I know a lot of you know and appreciate um, Sherry Lightsey. Thank you. Woody Rogers texts me and says it's Toll Road 130 at Georgetown is what I need to look for. So. Thank you for that. I'm going to scoot on that way, and that's the one where the posted speed limit is 80, right? Yep. Isn't it? Aren't the signs up that say 80? So I'll take that. I try to go 80, but it's just it's just it feels funny. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Legally driving Legally, 80. Driving Legally. 80 or, yeah, you there. Birthdays today. Uh, Sarah Defabach's birthday is today. Sarah works with us in facilities and operations in Baylor Athletics. Happy birthday to Sarah. Uh, Mike Morgan's birthday is today. Mike works with ESPN. Happy birthday to Mike. Stuart Smith's birthday is today. Uh, as you might imagine, his uh, profile pic uh, on his, uh, I guess, Facebook has a huge uh, snow-covered, ice-covered mountain behind him. Uh, that's uh, Stuart's. That's his happy spot, I think, is uh, up or going up one of those mountains. Happy birthday to Stuart Smith. Tucker Cascadden's birthday is today. Tucker uh, played baseball here at Baylor. Will forever live in Baylor baseball lore as uh, the man who hit the grand slam that beat Texas A&M in the uh, Shriners Hospital for Children's uh, Classic in Houston uh, late on a Sunday night a few years ago. Happy birthday to Tucker Cascadden. Uh, Curtis Bradburn's birthday is today. Brandon uh, Malaris used to be with us at uh, the Baylor Club. He has moved on. I think he's in Tallahassee. I think that's right. Not positive, but happy birthday to Brandon. Um, Cassie Bowers' birthday is today. Happy birthday to Cassie. And Ross Dennis's birthday is today. Happy birthday to Ross, turning 30 today. And one final one, Dino Baber's birthday is today. Dino is a former Baylor assistant coach. He is now the head coach at Syracuse and doing very well there. So happy birthday to Coach Babers, uh, now the head coach of the Syracuse Orange. Happy birthday to him. Anybody uh, anybody to add to the list there, EP? Um, let's see. Um, I have uh, no. I okay. think I think uh, <laughs> that you know Tom Barfield. There you go, Tom. Yeah, we mentioned Tom. Yeah. 
I was a little bit belated on that as well. And but I did wish him a belated uh, birthday uh, this morning. Very so. nice, very nice. Happy birthday to Tommy Barfield. You'll hear him this afternoon, four to six, actually four to five thirty here on ESPN Central Texas Rangers baseball. The pregame show coming up at five thirty today. That is preceded and following us by Matt Mosley for an hour three to four. So Matt is back from vacation. Uh, you can tune in here and listen to him, the Matt Mosley Show, three to four right here on ESPN Central Texas. All right, uh, a couple of closing uh, thoughts before we move out of here, EP. Um, If uh, we talked and we heard uh, some of Jerry's accent, Jerry Hill's accent, sort of British, sort of Australian, is there any any accent that you do well or uh, can you, uh, you know, guys who can imitate other people, I, I appreciate that skill do you do that at all no i'm um that's not one of my talents <laughs> i I'm hear you <laughs> i'm a pretty good cook and uh, okay. I, can, I can do sports stats in my head pretty quick there you go okay but um yeah as far as mastering um <laughs> accents uh, i i will tell you a funny story about accents uh, my uh cousin uh rose mckenna grew up in um in the Bronx. No, I'm sorry. In Brooklyn, she okay. grew up in Brooklyn. Okay. Yep. And she st- and she lives in Queens now. And uh, her husband is from Queens. And uh, so we went uh, went up to visit them a few years ago and uh, spent spent some time there in their home. And she has she still has her uh, Brooklyn accent. And he has his Queens accent. Okay. Uh, so Rose returned the favor <laughs> and came the next spring. Uh, uh, she came down to visit. At the same time that uh, my daughter Kimberly's English parents, uh, uh, when she was doing missionary work oh, in yeah, England, yeah, yeah. and uh, they and we visited them and got to be good friends with them, and so they came over at the same time. So at one moment, one time we had a uh, we had a, a Brooklyn accent, a Scottish accent, which was Bill. And then his wife Joan, an English accident, and then uh, two Texas accents. You know, so. <laughs> oh, that's terrific! That's a houseful right yeah, there. Yeah. Houseful of was. accents. Well, uh, I I don't I can't I don't really try. I mean, mine would be along the lines of Jerry's, although Jerry does it much more than I do, so I don't even try really. Well, I, I, thought, I don't think I, I have a handle I actually, on that. I actually, thought Jerry's was pretty good. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, as as mentioned, uh, Tom, we like to do birthdays here on the show. <laughs> We weren't here yesterday. Maybe you were. I wasn't. Uh, no, I wasn't. Thank you, though. <laughs> but happy birthday to <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Late. I appreciate that. How was the birthday? It was good. Uh, it was It was a productive day. Okay. Went to church. Very good. Good Went start. to the couch. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like a pretty good birthday. It was a good day. I watched a little golf tournament and just kind of relaxed yep. and kind of hung you, out. And... Did, did you ever get your grass mowed? Uh, no, that that got pushed to the side. And now, darn it, I wanted to do it today, but you can't because yeah. it's wet. Oh, oh yeah. that's too bad. It's, it's a shame, isn't it? It's really too yeah, bad. It really is, yeah. so. No, thank you. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, I'm so. glad you had a good day. Absolutely. Good birthday. Absolutely. It was. It was It was a great day. Very good. What do you guys have coming up uh, 4 o'clock today? Uh, Kyle Yeomans, you, believe it or not, guys, Cowboy Camp opens on Wednesday. Oh, this week. Wednesday. Wow. Well, you know, they got the uh, Hall of Fame game. Okay. So they don't get three preseason games they get you know they get they get four so kyle yeomans is headed out to uh to california tomorrow so thought we'd get him on today just kind of talk about uh, some of the things that he's going to be doing i said kyle how long are you going to be there uh 
the entire time. Three <laughs> and a half weeks. Good, so three great. and a half weeks How on the road that? with the Cowboys. So uh, we'll talk to Kyle today. We'll we got some audio that uh, from uh, Morikawa who won the the British Open, plus Jordan Spieth, uh, and, and he talked about how he played. So we'll get to some of that. Talk a little bit about the Olympics. Yeah. Uh, it's it's kind of scary right now, isn't it? It is. Yeah. The, the, all the news coming out of there is not good. None of it's good. Yeah. None of it's good. I mean, in in the city of Tokyo, their numbers just keep escalating yeah. again. Yeah. They are really spiking. Yeah. With with uh, with COVID cases. I, I think you got to talk about it. I and think, you got people you know, descending on Tokyo from all over the world. Yes, bringing who knows what with them. Yeah, you know? what do they say? Twenty-two thousand have been there for at least three weeks. Really? Yeah. Wow. So it's, it's crazy. I mm. mean, so uh, yeah, we'll talk a little bit about the Olympics. And did you see? Did you see that the the video of the guy? Throwing the baseball and hitting hitting yes. the Red Sox. Yeah, that's terrible. I mean, where are we now? Yeah. From from a fan perspective when it comes to sports. Yeah. I mean, you know, we had and, and we joked about it, but we had the conversation about the horns up and the horns down and just wh- why can't we as fans behave? Yeah. And yeah. enjoy the game and root on our team and, and yeah. all that fun stuff. Yeah, much too aggressive behavior when you got something like that. Uh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So we'll get into that a little bit today, too. All right, very so cool. Happy got, birthday, Tim. Thanks, I appreciate all it. All right. Yeah. I, I, I got your text on my watch. That's kind of cool. Oh, <laughs> is that a new watch? It, it is. Thank you. Nice. <laughs> very good. All right, Tom, uh, celebrating, still celebrating his birthday from yesterday. He'll be back in at 4 o'clock today. Right now, it's Matt Mosley. Appreciate you being with us. Hope you enjoyed hearing from John Pierce beginning our Baylor Olympics, uh, Baylor Olympians series of interviews this week. Will London comes up tomorrow. John Pierce, an Australian tennis player in the Olympics that begin later this week. EP, appreciate it. Thank you very much. I am headed to San Antonio. Tell you all about it tomorrow. Stay tuned. Matt Mosley is next here on ESPN Central Texas. Perfect. Thanks for having me, boys. Sick and best. Recently on Game Time. Is it important to get a guy named early so you can kind of define your your offensive football team around your starting quarterback? I think there is some merit to that, and we want to get the right person. And so whatever it takes to do that. So if it could be earlier, you know, in the fall camp piece, um, that'd be great. Game Time, weekdays 4 to 6 on ESPN Central Texas. Connect, host, work, and play with the Baylor Club. Enjoy an upscale environment featuring chef-driven cuisine and space to watch all the action. Discover a private club inside McLean Stadium with all the amenities you could want, including complimentary breakfast Monday through Friday, a la carte dining for lunch and dinner, and special events for all interests. Contact John or Rebecca today at 254-710-8080 to make the Baylor Club your home away from home or to book your next private event. This is the sound of someone taking a free